Hello and welcome to the 10 out of 10 podcast, an AJ on the line series where we discover what it takes to become a champion. My name is Adam Williams and I want to welcome you to a series where you can listen to 10 podcasts and read 10 blog posts as together we can discover what it takes to win in sport. This is a series where you might laugh at times and take notes at others. Enjoy it, share it, and give me some feedback. I'm new to this podcasting world, and in typical fashion, I've set myself a huge task. In taking such a leap, I had to do something that made me uncomfortable. After all, that's how we learn, move forward, and become a champion. We begin by talking to a friend of mine, Harrison, who will be discussing growth mindset with me. As you will learn, I know Harrison from my university running club in Birmingham. He's one of those people that has time for everybody, and with me, he was no different. We recorded this podcast in his flat in the morning before his football team's first match of the season. As ever, Harrison was excited to speak, incredibly thoughtful with his words, and brought what he's known all over the city for, energy. In meeting Harrison to join the running club, I had to embrace a new challenge. We begin by discussing this notion and talk about the benefits of moving forward with the right people around you. How are you doing, Harrison? I'm doing good, man. I'm doing good. It's just a pleasure being given this opportunity to actually be able to discuss something as beautiful as that, you know, growth mindset. And I hope, you know, we learn something, as you say, but also we hope that whoever listens to it actually guess something not too much something well that's what it's all about we're going to get something out of it and hopefully the listeners at home do too and we've caught you on quite a good day for this sort of thing, <laughs> with, with with the first game of the season all right okay that is a very good thing to say because i feel like in my game i always feel like i can add something no matter how good it is you know i like to know that I'm more comfortable and I can actually push further. So last season I tried to do really well, but um, we didn't do so well because of the organization and so much of that. But this season I want to actually win the league. I'm going for the for winning the league and uh, it will mean a lot to me because I wrote that down in my goals of the year and one of them is win the league. So for me to win the league, I need to grow because last season we didn't win so I can't apply the same methods I applied last year because will give me the same result. I need to try something different. So just to confirm, this is football we're talking about. That is football. And, that is football. Um, and that, that kind of loss that you had last season, that drives you to push forward and learn from mistakes, I'm imagining. Oh yeah, you gotta learn from the mistakes, you know, because lessons not learned will repeat themselves until you learn them. And yes, today I believe, you know, given the opportunity to start because it's such a big squad, I want to give 100%. The podcast is called 10 out of 10, so I want to give 10, 11 out of 10, 110%. So. And that, that's all you can do. And of course, that kind of energy going into the, the season, the, the first game of the season, that, that's going to galvanize your teammates, I'd imagine, too. I hope so. I hope are, so. are they on that energy as well? I would like to believe so because the team I play for is called Dynamo FC and. Uh, little little advancement there uh but yeah <laughs> but yeah um it's a new team so we left one team to join another 
I saw the values about starting something new, and then I thought, you know, let's take a risk. It's a fresh start as well. It's a fresh start, yeah. So yeah, we got straight in there, but you do football. I know you run, so that you guys know, uh, me and Harrison know each other from a couple of years ago <laughs> when we started running together. He's we... my president. <laughs> I'm, I'm not anymore. It's a new nah, year, you're, but you're still my president. Oh, thank you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm but but um, what I really enjoyed about doing running car, I'd never uh, ran with other people. At, at that moment when I joined university, I was always one of those people that would get up on my own and I, I just mm -hmm. kind of taught myself to run, got better on my own, which is good to a certain extent. Yeah. But having those people around you, people that you can learn from, that can motivate you to be even better, that's the advantage of, of training together. And I really felt that with people like Harrison and, of course, Jamie. Jamie, man. Yeah. Wait, I, I remember when you started running, man. You came through and you were good already training by yourself. But then there's a level that you hit. And I was like, wow, man. You just hit that level and you just kept improving and improving and improving. And uh, what, what, what drove that? Because I know you used to run by yourself. But then over time in the running club, you just took another level and you know I could barely keep up with you at the time <laughs> and you would just literally sprint in those places that we're doing and I, th I think it's gonna slow down but you just never did like what drove that if you know what I mean there was a point where you actually your levels went up what drove that the reason being was because I remember the first uh, session that we did we did a 5k run where everyone was timed and that's where you turned up a little bit late and you okay, started nice. you started the 5k with me and the whole way around you were just that bit ahead of me and it was really annoying me because you beat me by a few seconds and i hate losing i remember that <laughs> i like winning but i hate losing more yeah, so uh, okay so so that that feeling of not being the best because previously it was just me beating myself but this time there were other people and of course having that growth mindset is about being better than yourself that that is should be your main focus but having those other people around you in your team your peers that really pushes you to a new level and that's obviously what happened there i, re I remember thinking, <laughs> i can't lose to harrison oh the coming weeks man you just do from that and that's, level. that's nothing against you by the way no, i love it it's man. just you pushed me yeah. and I, i'd like to think that i pushed you in the same way 100 i love it man I loved how we pushed each other to improve back then. With coronavirus restrictions, it's less easy for us to run together, but we still compare times as we look to stay fit. Next, I asked Harrison what growth mindset means to him. We discussed the importance of being honest with ourselves and how we can choose to seek big improvements by making incremental gains. If there's anyone good at imperfection, it is me. Like. I make so many mistakes, uh, but part of you actually growing as a man is actually being able to look yourself in the mirror and being honest with the mistakes that you make. But also, it's, it's a balance because you can't beat yourself up too much, but also you got to be honest with yourself and know, okay, let us do better. So it's to be like, you got to be empathetic with yourself, but you also got to be able to push and be honest. So it's a, it's a balance of empathy and honesty. And then you take action. So you come from a place, all right, let's be honest with ourselves. We messed up. Yeah. And then you'll be like, okay, how can we fix this? And then how can we move on from this? Because, for example, in a run, 
or football to that sake. Okay. Say you make a mistake, you score an own goal. You got 90 minutes to make up for that. I think what you said there was important. It's that ability to be honest, mm-hmm. but also put it behind you as quickly as possible. Um, you, you said that you wrote down your goals for the year, which I like. In fact, a couple of days ago, I, I had one of those days where you, you feel like you're not doing enough. It was just it was just a low day. I don't know why. There wasn't a particular reason for it. But what I've been doing recently, and I did this then, is I wrote down all the things I did well and the, the, the learning points. And in writing it down, it kind of, it, it takes it out of your head okay. so you can move on. It gives you that closure. All but right. at the same time, having written it down, it's like doing revision for an exam. Okay. It's going to be in the back of your head somewhere so that when you come across situations again, you're going to feel a lot better. Okay. And in doing that, uh, I, I think one of the main reasons I didn't feel so good was because I hadn't worked out. Okay. And that's where the next day, I, I'd written down that, that that wasn't why I'd done that. The next day I was out doing a run. I was just showing you the times. Okay. <laughs> they were all right. <laughs> but it's that sort of start. And I know that you, you say you start most days with a run. And that, that sort of going out and doing what you love to begin the day with, it, it can give you so much energy. And I'm not saying that, that that's the fix for all things. Mm-hmm. But it's small things like that, decisions that you make as a result of what you've learned and that's through being honest so i think what you're saying is completely right you've got to man. because so many things happen the point that you just made about writing things down because our lives move up so many kilometers per hour you know like there's so much happening social media and everything and if you can't sit down with yourself and write something down and actually be able to organize your brain because when you write things down you're organizing your thoughts because the brain is just so many things going on. So you sitting down and writing the lesson down, writing your goals down, it actually says, tells the brain, hey, this is actually a creation that we have, like, hey. Yes. And we got to act on it. Whereas if it's just a thought in your head, it's just a thought in your head. Exactly. So maybe that's why you got those, that better time the next time, because, you know, you've written it down and it's, it's, it's real. It's not just a thought, it's physical now. And you gotta act on it. It's a decision. It's either you learn from those moments. Those are the, the moments that we can make the most growth. Yeah. And that's that's where uh, writing it down. You're compartmentalizing that's it, it. That's it. Putting it behind you, but at the same time not forgetting it. It's part of the journey. Acting on it exactly. It's end of the day. You know, it's all the journey, man. You know, it's a bit cliche, a bit cheesy, but you know, we can control the things that we can. And that is the beauty about, you talked about going back to the morning routine that I do. I feel like I can control my morning. And if I can control my morning, right, I can control a lot of other things, you know, because so many things happen. We don't know what tomorrow is going to bring. But what I like, if I have this little experiment where I can act freely. So what I've been doing recently is um, I've got a morning routine going. Is uh, wake up in the morning, obviously make my bed, you know say a prayer give thanks meditate for 10 minutes um have um i do have some turmeric and black pepper just to get my metabolism moving drink a bit of water and then do my run uh what i've been trying to do also is getting to work half an hour early because uh if i can get half an hour early for five days and revise for my exam 
that I'm going to have end of the year after my work is uh, that it's 2.5 hours per week. So what is that giving me? It's giving me that edge already, you know what I mean? So it's little things. It's about make. finding marginal gains. That's the, ah, you said it bro. Yeah. You just said the right word bro. <laughs> yeah. It's going back to that. I, I did the same thing when I was back in uh, school. I would go in an hour early and I'd do an hour of work before everyone else arrived. And that, that, was, that was good for two reasons. First of all, it meant that I could have more work done and enjoy the evening, go and play tennis or run or whatever. Beautiful. It also meant that I could spend time with people in the year above me because they would often come in early as well. Okay. And what, what I've found is if you spend time with um, peers that are not just older than you, but maybe more mature, more driven, if you associate with those people, I'm not saying that people my age weren't driven like that, but the people above, they, they had more knowledge. That if you sense. associate with these yeah. people, you can find even more gains later on because you've learned from their lessons and you can potentially get even further ahead. I know it's, it, it sounds weird breaking it down like that, but it works. It works, man. 100%. But also, being in work uh, early, like you say, that's always a good thing because it shows that you are diligent and they can rely on you. But you, you never know what, what could happen in that time. You could meet someone that could um, potentially give you another opportunity, you know? Ah, that is so true, man. Proximity is power, bro, as you said, because, again, you know, you, uh, they say you got to create your luck. So say you wake up early and you meet someone who could give you a different opportunity. Yeah. It's luck, but you kind of like made that luck happen in a way because you're not in bed, you know? Uh, you make your own luck. It's, <laughs> it's, it's like, you know in tennis, uh, where it hits the net and then just trickles over yeah, yeah. and the players apologize. Uh -huh. Of course I apologize if that happens. <laughs> but in my head I'm thinking, well I made my own luck because I created the, the amount of topspin for it to go over. Okay, okay. So if I hadn't hit that good enough, it might not have gone over the net. I love how excited we're both getting here. And I hope that you can take something from this too, as you continue to grow. We then discuss Lewis Hamilton's consistency and why new challenges are essential. He's an example of someone that's learned um, from his mistakes. How does he stay so consistent though? Who, Hamilton? Hamilton. Well, First of all, he's been in good cars for a lot of the time. Okay. Some of the time he's not been in good cars, but he's the only driver ever to win in every single season of his wow. career. Okay. He's, he's always been consistent like that. Uh -huh. So he was kind of lucky in being in the good cars, but I, I was writing about this the other day, and this will come out later on. When he had his first season, he was teammates with Fernando Alonso, who was the double world champion mm -hmm. of the last two years. Okay, so he was like the underdog. And he beat, he, he beat Fernando Alonso. Yeah, in the worst car? Because I'm guessing no, in the same car. Oh, same car, all right, okay. He had to learn fast. Okay. If you're thrown in the deep end like that. You've got to, you've got yeah. to, yeah, yeah, yeah. Being thrown into the deep ends, it can sometimes look hard, like, like in Hamilton's case, in Leclerc's case, but that's where you make the most growth. In the tougher times, you don't want to be too cushioned. You know what I mean. You've got to, you've got to be able to adapt and be able to actually stop 
Because I feel like you can be in a process where you're learning and learning and not applying. You've got to get out of the learning and just be like, okay, let me go out there. I make these mistakes. I see that being a guy who just moved into a new job, you get thrown and you get very uncomfortable because I got very comfortable in the job that I was in before, which which I was very happy about as well. It wasn't easy, but again, it was the same process. They throw you in a deep end. And all of a sudden, all the support systems that you had are not there anymore. And you've got to learn to walk by yourself. You've got mm. to let that crutch go and just walk by yourself and find a way. And I think it's a beautiful thing being thrown in the deep it's, end. It's exciting. It's, it's a challenge. I've certainly experienced that uh-huh. too. Um, in having a lot of pressure on your shoulders. But you, what you've got to remember is that you're in the position you're in for a reason. Okay. So you need to have that degree of confidence as well so that you don't crack under those pressures. If you find obstacles, that's natural. You're going to find it. Um, but what, what I like to think about this whole thing about growing as is, is looking for puzzle pieces. Okay. You're looking to make a big picture. And that happens over life. But the more puzzle pieces you make, the clearer things become. And so, so you, you don't necessarily get better, you become more complete. I'm, I'm sorry if that seems a bit cringy, but... No, no, it's not, it's not, it's not cringy at all. Like, um, <laughs> it's, it's a lot of wisdom that I'm trying to comprehend, because... No, it's wait, not wait, wise. Wait, wait, I'm, I'm 20 say... years old. I'm not wise. No, that is very wise, because what you just said is very interesting, because you say you do not become better, because you just become more complete. So a lot of people uh, look for, I'm going to get better and better, but... If you come from a place of, you know, I'm already good, but I'm trying to complete this part. Everyone's already good. Okay. Because you can't be seeking too much. You, you understand that you, you, you're a perfect piece already, but you're just getting more complete. It's adding. You'll, you'll find that picture eventually. Okay. But the more puzzle pieces you get, the more complete you will be and more effective you will be, be it in the job, be it on the football pitch, uh-huh. be it on the racetrack. Okay. I, of course, talent and hard work, they come as a result. But if you don't learn from your experiences, then you're not going to have that development. Okay, that trajectory. Exactly. To beautiful things. So you look at Ronaldo, how old is he? 33, 34. He's still getting better because wow. he's still looking for puzzle pieces. He's looking for new challenges. Exactly. And from our perspective, we were like, okay, mate, rest, you've, you've done it all. But with him, it's like, I haven't. No. I want more than this. Exactly. He's, okay. he's constantly looking for those marginal gains. Oh, wow. I believe, uh, as a human being, we always look for completion, right? We always look for a moment where things are perfect. And, you know, but that imperfection is a beautiful thing. So what you want to do again, as we said, you know, you learn from your mistakes, you know, you hope to make more mistakes because those are the places you're going to learn the most, you know. Suppose it's that acceptance that we're not perfect and we probably weren't ever going to be perfect, but it's about coming as close to that perfection as possible. That's it. 9.9 out of 10. Now the program is called 10 out of 10, guys. From one champion to another, Harrison touches upon what inspires him about Michael Jordan. And we talk about becoming more complete to become more successful. 
There's always going to be room for improvements. Room for improvements very important. You don't want to get complacent. And again, growth mindset, you know, you don't want to get complacent. It reminds me of Michael Jordan, what he says, you know, I like, I like basketball. I don't like the game so much, but I like the character of Michael Jordan because mm. when... You watched the Netflix series, right? The Netflix series took me there. My brothers growing up were telling me about Michael Jordan. I was like, okay, I want to get, I want to get yeah. to know this guy because, you know, he's a guy, you know, who kept winning and winning, elevating and elevating, you know, he, he took the game to a different level, you know, basketball got more popular around the world just because of, of this guy, you know, and it's just amazing, you know, thinking about the way he carried himself and the way he kept on improving because every every season he played, he took it to a different level and he stayed hungry, you know. Um, and what he said, he said, what drove him was the fact that the future is unknown. And for as long as the future is unknown, anything can happen. He said, if I can make little changes, small changes, I could actually make big big results you yes. know what i mean uh you're in control of the future i'm reading a book called uh, i've been reading it actually it's called uh, uh the tipping point mm. the tipping point is by malcolm gladwell and his his whole point is you can do a lot with very little so he says that it's not always the fact that you get up putting so much effort sometimes by making little adjustments it gives you big results we can apply this in our own lives you know we change little things, you know, little habits. And then slowly by slowly, you know, you know, I will start, you know, saying good morning to people. I will start going to work half an hour early. I will start washing the dishes, you know, little things, you know. I will dress more, more smartly. I'll present myself. I've better. seen the pictures of you on Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> They're looking good. <laughs> no, it's all right. It's little things, little yeah. things, you know, Yeah. that create a big impact but also you got to be patient i like that metaphor chase those puzzle pieces and whatever it is that you're doing will become more clear finally we touch upon the importance of leaders putting their team in a position to grow when lewis hamilton was at mclaren we'll use him as an example mclaren was very corporate it was about being uh, well fitting in a box that a formula one driver should do this okay you should wear your watch you should wear your shirt All you right. should go to promotions take the boxes you should go to bed early train all day go to sleep okay you're a formula one driver that's that's what you do uh-huh. in mercedes toto wolf let lewis hamilton be the guy that he wanted to be and you saw him go from of course he learned at mclaren but the, the growth when he went to mercedes because he was able to be himself it was another level Right. He he went into fashion, so now he's got his line with Tommy Hilfiger. Right, he's cool. gone into music. Uh-huh. He's got a song out with Christina Aguilera. For real? Yeah. <laughs> I'll play a few after. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. He, he's, he's doing stuff for human rights. Of course, uh-huh. he, he, he's been pushing for diversity for a long time in nice. Formula One. He's vegan as well. He is vegan. Right, so. In 2018, he landed in Singapore, okay? In the last two weeks, he'd been to Shanghai, he'd been to New York, he was launching his his uh, line with Tommy Hilfiger and everyone in the Formula One paddock questioned him. Uh-huh. Said, yes, he's managed to live this sort of lifestyle before, but surely he's gone too far, surely he can't win. 
he turned up and produced arguably one of the best laps ever Jesus in qualifying okay. because he was in that space where he could develop to a new level mm-hmm. is mm-hmm. where is where we say earlier about being in that comfortable position mm-hmm. and that all comes from Toto Wolf knowing about or trying to understand Lewis Hamilton as a person okay. and how he is most comfortable in, in moving forward and, mm-hmm. and Lewis is still move, moving forward today like uh, he, he won the race on Sunday in Belgium mm-hmm. and the people from his team were like it's like this guy thinks he's finished 15th he's he's celebrated the win and then he's gone back and looked at the data with his team and said right how are we going to improve for the next race it's the balance isn't it because end of the day you know you gotta live life you know and uh, um, you got you gotta have values and you, you don't want to fit the box too much you know what I mean because who makes the box that's it and and if you're the same as everyone else how are you going to succeed you gotta create your own what works for you you know the formula and then just kind of like make that happen for yourself and I think that is the beauty about what Hamilton is doing anyone who wins you know you can have a system that works for you and over time as we said you tweak it around but you got some you got personality and even employers these days they want personality you know they don't want someone who just takes every single box because that is boring we're living in a new world that demands different of the sportsman of you know of 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 uh whether you're a father, whether you're a student, whether you're whatever you're doing, man, you, whether you're making a podcast, whatever you're doing, you gotta give it some sauce. Exactly. You know, because no I like that, dry sauce. Food. Yeah. <laughs> you gotta make it saucy, you know, you gotta make it spicy, you know, you gotta have your own spark. Spark. That's the word. You gotta be authentic. You need to be comfortable, but you also need to make yourself uncomfortable you in order to edge. grow. You gotta be an Exactly. Edge. Yeah living life on the edge and then you'll you'll keep pushing yeah. that envelope so you're gonna be pushing that edge i think and you know that is you know that is what you're doing which i appreciate you know you're pushing the edge in so many different ways man you well know. likewise that's why, <laughs> we're doing, that's why we're doing the podcast with you because it's an experiment end of the day and you know if you don't again we come back to the same point you miss half the sell the shots that you don't take and uh we we've been blessed with a beautiful life We've been blessed with opportunities, and we're just trying to, we're trying to squeeze more of the juice out of life. You know, I mean, we don't make the juice sweeter, but we gotta squeeze and we gotta find out what is out there. You know, um, and that is what we're doing right now. You know, and I hope we keep it going, we keep the fire going because there's endless possibilities, man. I think that's a really nice place to to kind of finish up here. So I just want to say again, thank you, Harrison. No, thank you. <laughs> you're, you're a brilliant guy. <laughs> thank you so much. Man. And I'm, I'm glad that we could do this. And I hope that the people at home enjoyed this just as much as I did. Uh, I enjoyed this, man. I'm inspired right now. And let's keep the fire going. Will do. Thank you very much, Harrison. Harrison completed this podcast with me in a passionate way. We're all different and we are all brilliant. We just need the environment to unlock that potential. So that's growth mindset, essential for becoming a champion in sport and indeed life. This discussion shows the importance of self-honesty, being open-minded to new opportunities and approaches, and finding the environment that works for you. Once again, thank you, Harrison. You were insightful and a pleasure to talk to. 
and thank you to everyone else for listening to what we had to say. I certainly learned something, and I hope you did too. In the next episode, we hear from a voice that you've probably heard before if you've had a look around the website. Jimmy joins us, and it's a good one, so don't miss it. Also, look out for the next article of the series, which should be dropping very soon. Thank you once again for listening. I hope that you have a great week. You've been listening to the 10 Out of 10 podcast on ajontheline.com with your host, Adam Williams.